0: you have your Bibles go ahead and open up to James chapter 1 the brother of Jesus invites us to look at faith a little bit differently so he says do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says I have an image I often use about what preaching is. Um, I'll apologize for anybody with a weak stomach beginning. Um, When a mama bird feeds a baby bird, you know how that works? It is. They go eat something, chew it up, regurgitate it, spit it in the baby bird's mouth. That's what preaching is. You're welcome. Um, if all we do here, <laughs> if all, all you, you do with your faith is just listen on Sunday morning and feel like I got my, um, I, I've also, I've also called the, the, uh, Jesus inoculation. I got just enough that I didn't get a full blown case. So if, if this is all you do, it's better than nothing, but it's not going to benefit you fully. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Don't just listen and deceive yourself and think, well, I went to church, I checked off my little Jesus moment checklist, and now I'm good to go. Woo! I'm, I'm, I'm holy because I listened to holy words. Listening to holy words doesn't make you a follower of Jesus any more than sitting in the garage makes you a car. Do what it says. Do what it says. If you don't, if you listen but don't follow, it's, it's like this. I think this needs a little bit of explanation. It's not saying that people who have short-term memory issues are are not godly. That's not what it's saying. Doesn't mean if you have a very short attention span, you can't follow Jesus. What it's saying is that it's akin to just forgetting what you look like. If you hear God's word and and the invitation to be a part of what God's doing, the invitation to to be redeemed and reconciled and become a reconciling agent in the world. If you hear that news but don't follow through on it, it's like forgetting what you look like. Or said another way, forgetting who you are image in the ancient world was identity in Genesis 1 it says we're created in the what image of God in image was an imprint right Deuteronomy chapter 6 In the Shema, it talks about when you, to hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And talk about this law every time you stand up, every time you sit down, every time you go out the door, every time you come back in. Impress it upon your children. Imprint it like a signet ring upon your children. So they bear the image of God, and they know that they bear the image of God and the ways of God. If we don't follow the law, then we are like somebody who has forgotten who we are, period. Not only are you invited, verse 25, to to hear the word, but to look intently into the law that gives freedom. If you do that, you will be blessed. Note, the blessing doesn't come in the hearing. Where does the blessing come? In the doing. Let me ask you a question How many of y'all in the house have been married? How many of you, when you got married, did you take vows? Was the blessing in the saying of the vows, or were you blessed because you lived them out? Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. Tuesday night, group marriage therapy for everybody else who didn't answer. <laughs> Verse 26, we better keep going before I get somebody in trouble. Those who keep themselves, consider themselves religious don't keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves. Um, so this last week, I saw a, a post about uh, from a member of a former church about how cussing is a sin. The Bible says it, and some of the places they quoted, I was like, I know I preached on that while you were there. Um, evidently, listening did had no effect for them. How many of you have ever said a cuss word? How many of you just lied by not raising your hand? (laughs) So, um, when it talks about keeping a tight rein on your tongue, it's not talking about cussing. Anybody who has read the Bible in its original language knows there's some words that are not said in polite company in there. What it's talking about is bearing false witness, which is lying. It's talking about the number one thing that destroys a church. Oh, you all knew that. Well played. I mentioned that in a sermon three years ago. You listened. I'm so proud of you. Gossip. And it's also about violating the commandment about using the Lord's name in vain. Right? When we use the Lord's name in vain, that's not about cussing. It's not about... When you hit your thumb and you say, God bleep, that's not what that's saying. Using the Lord's name in vain is about attributing to God those things that are not God. So when we say things like, God loves me more than you, God loves our country more than your country, we are profaning the Lord and we are violating the commandment. If you consider yourself religious and you say things like that, you have forgotten who you are. And your religion is worthless. If you believe the only way that you're able to show that God loves you is by the blessings that you've received, like the prosperity gospel says, your religion is worthless. You have forgotten who you are. But this is the kind of religion God looks for. Not those who worry about what their neighbor's doing, not those who are making sure everybody else is living up to a standard that you yourself sometimes don't. The religion God cares about is those who take care of those who are struggling, the orphan and the widow. Those who are in distress and are not polluted by this worldly form of religion that loves the things we can see more than we love God whom we cannot see. Our friends and our neighbors are created in the image of God. (laughs) And when we look at them and we see that, That's part of fulfilling our mission, to make new and maturing disciples of Jesus. By ourselves maturing and saying, I'm gonna be the kind of person who looks for Jesus in others. That's the kind of religion God wants. That's the kind of religion that the majority of the scriptures attest to. That is what we are invited to.